Hi, my name's Charlie Munn, and I directed this new audio play. My company, Theater's Dead, along with Rock Rising, are so proud to show you By Morning, a podcast in four acts available on all streaming services. The story begins with three brothers on the night of their parents' funeral. Listen in as their family history quickly unravels into this portrait of grief, kinship, and ultimately finding meaning in tragic circumstances. We're obsessed with each other. Unfortunately. Iris is going to be here in a few minutes. I actually think if I had the choice between beating the shit out of you or Dylan, I'd choose you, Gabe. Go for it. Hello, Iris. Hello, Dylan. I'm going to sit on the porch for a few minutes and have a cigarette. Would you like to join me while they work things out? Sure. Obviously, we deserve it. Yeah. It's funny. Hilarious. Please follow us on Instagram at ByMorningPodcast or visit ByMorningPodcast.com for more info. Great. Thank you. I'll see you guys around on, or listening. Hello. Looking for artists. Hello. Hello. I am an artist. I'm so nervous. Why are you nervous? Not nervous. I'm, it's an honor. I have a beer. I've been waiting to crack. You know. Oh, it. dude, I have coffee. Let's dude. cheers right now on the uh, camera. Right, where's the camera on the let iPad? Me, oh. Let me crack open this bad boy. Hold on. Oh, we just started the episode officially with that sound. Thank you. Chin chin. Dude, this is the. Um, let me take a sip. This is the perfect episode um, to have a you know try a mobile approach. Is this your first uh, your first mobile approach? This is my first mobile approach, which is kind of fitting for our whole mission right now. I know I haven't seen you in months, but we've seen each where, other every day. Yeah, where have you been, dude? Been all around. Uh, I've mostly been in Florida, but prior to that, I was in Cuba. I was in Poland for a minute. Spent some time in Berlin, which makes me sound like way cooler. Uh, but I was, I did, I was doing some theater out there and then I, and then in November I landed in Florida. So I've been back for almost six months now. So it's not, it's kind of yeah. a time away. You know, even though you're in another state, dude, like I feel not even hippy dippy, I feel connected to you. And this work is just like, kind of like, you know, a fractal imprint of our relationship at large. You know, it's like, we saw it coming. We never saw it coming. Of course we're doing it, but at the same time, like, whoa, we're working. Why are we working on this? Like, so before we get too ahead of ourselves, dude, um, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you went, but I'm glad that you're on LFA. So we have a very special guest. Thanks for listening. Everybody who's here. Uh, this is looking for artists dedicated to the artists among us. And right now we're all uh, in times of self-isolation. So we are getting creative with our approach. Right now I am looking at a very special person on a Zoom call that's muted. And we're recording through a separate um, browser tab and Zencaster is open. So I'm going to give you a drum roll. Hopefully the oh, mic will pick it up. Today on Looking for wow. Artists, Artists, Artists. Wow, wow, wow. Is it me doing my minutes? Yeah, man. Who are you and what do you do? I really missed that, that drum roll. My name's, uh, <laughs> my name's Charlie. Uh, Charlie Munn. I'm primarily an actor, uh, theater maker, and content creator. 
uh, those three things in that order is, is how I've been uh, labeling myself probably for the past two years. That's great. I mean, I had, um, I was just listening back through a, uh, an old episode so that I could make a one minute advertisement for the show and maybe hopefully get some cross promotion going on mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, boost the podcasting community. But I was listening to a past episode where I had an artist on who was really like pushing this multi hyphenate vibe where yeah. he was like, we need to be multifaceted. So then that is like not only down to like our production and like wh- how we make our content, yeah. but also like how we present ourselves. So he was huge on this like multi-hyphenate, like I am a multi-hyphenate. These are my multi-hyphens. Yeah, I've definitely. But I also like I, that you I, list them and you're like, no, they're in this order. Like I, I like both approaches. Yeah, that's definitely, I mean, I I very much feel it. I mean, I could, I felt that back in college, you know, I, I felt that graduating that like being an actor, just being an actor wasn't going to be it for me. And like lately I've been like kicking with my other things. Like I've, I thrift a lot. I go thrifting a lot, usually just to make, it's like a hobby and to make a bit of money. But it's like brought out this whole other side of me where I'm like, oh, I actually do like fashion. Like I do like weird finds. Like I do like, I don't know. Hyphenate has a lot of things, I guess, is what yeah. the reason why I said it. Yeah, and for those that um, don't share our hyphen of history, we went to college together. <laughs> so here's some context. We went to college together. We both studied acting. And speaking back to what you just said, Charlie, you were actually the first person in our circles um, of actors that you were like pushing the artist thing to me. You were like, dude you know, we can be more than just actors, right? Like you kind of said it, not like you were teaching me, but like all those other things, like we don't have to abandon it. We don't have Mm. to be solely focused. And I remember that kind of being, you know, a, you know, kind of like a lot to digest because Mm. the, our training seemed so singular focused. Yeah. I mean, I I am a, that means a lot to hear, I think. Uh, But And here, I mean, we're still doing it. But like yeah, it, I, it is. It is definitely both. You know, it's more than one thing. Be, it know, is, it's, it's more than one thing. Yeah. Do people on the show feel? I feel like the need to be impressive, which is a really odd feeling. Like I, or I feel the need to like present myself. Do, do, do people you talk to on this show? And I've listened to a few episodes, but do people struggle with it? Do you like notice it, or does that ever? I aired? think you know if they have, it's it's not been because of any shortcoming of them, it's been because of my navigational skills as a podcast host. Cause yeah. speaking of like always being open and being like a multifaceted artist, like you have to venture speaking of exploring, you visit all these different countries, you got to go to new places and figure out how to talk to different people. So, you know, yes, there have been awkward moments. There've been moments of, um, forced presentation there have been moments of kind of regurgitated expected you know bits of conversation where i'm like oh of course we're talking of course you would of course we would be saying this to each other back it's like you know fill in the blanks we've heard it before right um but you know i'm trying to find a balance between that you know the familiar and the unfamiliar because I think as artists, like regardless of our craft, we're trying to pursue the unfamiliar. So I think it also does like, in order to get anywhere in, a, in an hour, in an hour and a half tops, 
you kind of do have to lay some ground, familiar groundwork to then together launch into unfamiliar territory. Oh, cool. That makes me feel a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. So like present what you want to present, but also let's, let's, cause I'm doing that every episode. This isn't Michael Johnson. Like, you know me, and right. this is obviously not me like fully, you know, yeah. or maybe it is, maybe I'm fooling myself just to get a podcast done. Hey, it's working. Hey, thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I guess what, what just came to, and I was thinking about, cause I, I was thinking I was driving earlier and I was thinking about it on the drive. It was like a really long it was like a two hour drive and recently, like I, I've kind of had some, I, you, you are such an important, I, I was just thinking about like, so for like, for, I guess for the listeners who don't know, like Michael and I not only have been friends and kind of actors together since well, way back 2014, I don't know, someone else do the math. Um, but over the past, like, I guess six months now, just about maybe a bit more depends on when you want to start it. I've been working on this audio play by morning and it's on the note of like the, the reason why it's so helpful to have a multi, to be a multi hyphenated artist, which, and to define it yourself on your own terms and whatever it means to you is like that Michael not only is this like beautiful actor, and like his voice is his voice talent so like clear in the production but you also sound designed it you also edited it like you the your worth to the production or your your contribution to the production is so much more because you are a multi-hyphenated artist like you are someone with other skills and i, I was just think i was like wow it's like the actor loses so if an actor is simply an actor on on when you're self-producing projects like this you let go of a lot of agency because you're not involved in the collaboration process. You're really just like, you're there one day and you do it and then you're gone. Whereas in your case you, and my case, we recorded that one day and then we've been involved with it for weeks after, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, first of all, thank you. That's Sorry. a lot. Uh, and that means a lot, but also, you know, I think part of the thing that attracted me to acting was the thrill of like the the present moment and truly living not only not only like day to day yes in the city day to day yes as an acting student but literally moment to moment and I got to a place personally I'm not trying to speak on anyone else's behalf telling tell anyone else's story but I got to a place personally where acting was not fulfilling that for me anymore. And it felt like more of um, just falling in line with expectations or, you know, it just kind of felt like um, I, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't fully challenging myself. Like I wasn't having to make any commitments, you know, mm -hmm. once you make a choice and you're told that that choice works on stage, whether it's by your director, your scene partner, the audience's, you know, reaction, you know, you're in a run and you're six performances in. And so far every night, you know, the audience has laughed at the same part. So you fall comfortable in that. And like the thing that, that happened with by morning for me is once I took on that 
first of all, once you gave me the opportunity to edit this, I would say we sound designed it together. And then I would say that I edited it with your direction. Like you were a sound director. So that was also, I couldn't have done it without you. So first of all, it's community, right? And then second of all, which is what, which is why I got into acting in the first place. It's true community. Like yeah. we've had to communicate to each other in ways that we've never had to before, even in acting with all the fucked up stories that we've ventured into. Like we've talked to each other more directly, I think, in this process than ever before. But then also, this takes it a step further than just acting, where now I'm responsible for this story actually coming together, being told, and then like being delivered. So it becomes a day-to-day commitment, which becomes like unknown and scary. And it's like, it falls into the realm of true immediate experience because mm-hmm. every day becomes important. Whereas, as you know, when you're an actor only, you know, this is just an experiential perspective, not even a tech, like technical aspect of having different tools. This is just talking as like the experience of pursuit. Um, once you're done as an actor, you're done and you move on to the next. Yeah. So there, that, that was just a yeah. long winded way of, you know, expanding what you just articulated. Yeah. I mean, it's been such a funny journey for me. I, not funny. It's not exactly the word, but it, you know, I've like for so long, I struggled with kind of, am I an actor or like, I like, Am I, because the, 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 one of my favorite quotes in regards to acting as a form has been that it's one of the few mediums in which you're both the sculptor and the sculpture. Hmm. So you're, you're both being perceived while also being the thing that's being perceived. So it's, you're, you're working on the sculpture while being the sculpture. And on all of that obviously is happening in real time in it. And so, but what I'm, took away from that was hard for me for so long and I know it's hard for so many actors especially now is that acting is like the sport of doing and if you're not doing like you don't feel like an actor and and for so long my identity was so directly tied to like my value as an actor that when I wasn't acting I I lost value as like a person and it started started to get to this dangerous place really and 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 that and that's good for me for a while was tied in pretty directly with new york city as well and and had a lot to do with why i left for a couple months you know just just it all felt so wrapped up in identity and 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 how i was like quantifying my value to the world and i was like oh i need to like step back for a minute i think i need to like just go kind of fuck about and like learn learn something else because i didn't like how close how, how much value i how how i was perceiving my own value in connection to like a thing you can not only rarely do but rarely do it and it afford your lifestyle and rarely do you do it in like a way that you're extremely proud of you know it's, it's such a delicate yeah. and time-consuming crap and even it and even if you are one of the, you know, fortunate individuals who can separate their identity from their craft, um, once you find a lifestyle in the city, it's kind of hard to sustain it, mm. you know, even if you're doing jobs that you don't want to do. 
Yeah. You know, like you're doing a, like a service job or like some sort of a contracting job, a landscaping job. Maybe you're, you know, you're designing on a, a laptop. That's still not what you want to do. But like even that, even working hard at that isn't, isn't quite enough for you to, you know, you're always looking at like that other apartment or like if I could only buy a little bit more of that thing that I just got or like, I don't know. My, so like my last, my last kind of the last year that I was living in New York, I was living in Chelsea with uh, my partner, Yulia. And that is the most expensive neighborhood in America. So it's, (laughs) And like I was working essentially 60 hours a week, 40 at a restaurant and then 20 at 20 hours in like this social, this social media business that I was running at the time. Um, and like Yule and I now laugh because obviously there's so much time and things have shuffled about so extremely. But I would, you know, I would either be at this podium at this restaurant or I would be at home on my laptop just to afford a lifestyle that that I'd chosen very specifically and obviously, but like suddenly you, you do just wake up one day, you know, and you're like, oh, this is not what I thought. I Like, I, I'm so happy I tried it, but I got to pivot and I have to pivot hard and as fast as possible because I'm truly unhappy. You know, it just takes, you know, it's it, it's it's such a weird balance between like, gaining your or pulling your identity from from your jobs or your passions and then i don't know it's such a flow it's such an ebb and flow it's an ebb and flow and in it but it's also a deep mystery um yeah. and i think at at moments in your life if you're being if you're attuned to it if you're attuned to the ebb and flow then the mystery becomes deeper in both direction in all directions where it's like moments of vivid overwhelming clarity and then moments of overwhelming depth and darkness and unsure. Sure. Yeah. So I think that, you know, while I, while I hear you and I think we're on the same page, like I'm also kind of experimenting with this thought. It's a thought experiment that I'm kind of applying in my life of like, I had that same impulse and I wanted to leave. I made plans to leave like psychologically, you know, we looked at some property and and then there were signs that were made clear both internally and externally that that was not the move. So we didn't yeah. do it. And so now, you know, kind of, it, it kind of just happened naturally and unknowingly, but in retrospect and now in the present moment, what I'm, what I'm kind of like playing with is like, what if you put the pedal to the metal? Yeah. What if you dive further into this idea of boundary dissolution between your identity and what you do and kind of the secret of it all is to make them become one thing. I mean, you're, you're definitely like hitting a nerve for me right now in that. Obviously I I feel like there's been a lot of downtime or I've just had such a pleasurable privileged amount of time to reflect. And on that note, I've been, I'm so sick of like stopping myself. Like I'm so in, in that, like all the ambitions and dreams that I've had, I've done more or less. They, you know, they may not be right. exact. They may not be exactly what right. I want, like thought they were going to turn out to be, but they're more or less the thing that I wanted. And yeah. so why am I not saying 
that I am one of the greats? Like, why am I not saying that, like, I will be the name that, that, that people refer to, like one of the great Welsh American actors? Like, why am I not putting myself up there? And so like, to your point, I'm like, I'm only like, maybe four days ago, started going like, no, like it's time. Like it's, I've earned, I'm, I like, if I'm the one who's not saying it, like nobody is going to tell, nobody's going to give me that. Like, no, you have to take it with love, with humility, with respect, with, you know, like with all these things. It's just, I, people underestimate themselves so deeply and I'm trying to just be my own fan, like be my own. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, in, in lines with this, the nature of this episode and the nature of how you and I are both going about <laughs> showing you know, the kind of like the inner workings of our consciousness and our what, mm -hmm. it, however they're manifesting, our passions for theater, our passions for sports, like me with jujitsu, whatever, our passions for audio plays, dude. Like, we're we're trying to put the work, you know, in a different place, and so I think, mm. I think the the more that we get comfortable with dissolving these categories. Like it, it, it kind of takes a withdrawing of yourself from the culture, which I think you've done. Like you, you did that hardcore with like New York city. You were like, mm -hmm. bye. Like I need to take a break. And in many ways I am trying to do the same while embracing the nature of the world right now, which is that, you know, travel, getting out, escaping, isn't an option for me right now yeah. and escaping not in a bad sense like sometimes you need to escape bad situations that's okay like yeah. i'm just saying like leaving is not an option for me and it, and even if it is like maybe i don't need to do that and so I, i'm just trying to be open to to those types of things so like i'm trying to withdraw into myself and people ask me like hey have you seen this tv show or i i know you'd like this like you know what like i'm actually not trying to consume anything because I'm trying to create things. And in order to create things, I need to keep that space in my brain. And, and if you, this is going to sound so weird, but if you kind of like turn the magnifying glass less on yourself and you look at the culture that mm -hmm. is around you, they're pushing this message of like, you can't do it alone. Don't withdraw. Like you need to, what, if you can't get an acting job, what should you do? Study it, go to Netflix, watch everything you can. And like, you know, it's like, why, why fill up that space in your mind with someone else's trip, with someone else's experience or with someone else's greatness when all you need is like a little bit more room, a little bit more space, a little bit more silence for those voices, that greatness to grow or clarify themselves. Um, I mean, the, that's, the, that's such a weird, that's such a weird way to approach like being an artist, much less living your life. But I think that when you start to behave on those impulses, like you have, well, then you, things kind of weirdly come in line, at least for me, they have like, you know, you left the city. So then we made an audio play together. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Be, like while you left. And, and I, I left too, like. I, because I, on that note of kind of like, I guess, create being a, I think it's, it's pretty specific for, I think artists and creators, this kind of internal pressure to always be making, 
Like mm. I, that that is such a. I think everyone is so different with that. Uh, you and, and you consuming. have consuming, yeah, making and, and consuming, making and consuming. Like to to toe that line, I think it's it's never gonna be for for me. For only speaking for me, like for me, it's never gonna be. Uh, either or it's just going to be something i always have to pay attention to because like yeah. i'm so prone for like like smoke some pot and then watch like four hours of community you know <laughs> until like yeah. four o'clock in the morning and then i wake up at like yeah. noon the next day you know it's like i i am too man but i'm you know i'm trying to fill that like those tv like the tv show you know a story that's already told i'm trying to fill it with space for myself dude i bought yeah. like ton of sketchbooks and like sketch journals dude and i'm just like I i'm surprised at the pace at which i'm filling it up i'm like what am i saying what do i have like i didn't even know this was in me and it's just pouring out i i will i'll because on that note i've been journaling at the start of every morning at the end of every day which is like kind yeah. of a it's a ryan holiday is the guy who turned me on to it and he's like a, a stoic philosopher more or less and I have found that to be so like in that same vein, like my journal now is like, I've been doing it for almost like about a month straight now. And mm. I've journaled throughout my life. I've kind of kept yearly journals, but this is the first time I'm doing a daily journal and mm. it is really fruitful. Like it's just really pleasurable to have a play. Like figure, it's so important for artists to figure out the system of how, an idea goes from like that written word down through like, how do you cultivate it? How do you grow it? How do you harvest it? You know, right. how do you, how do you like bring right. it to the table? Uh, and not, that's not to say like every idea needs to be put through and put in your bullet journal. Like it, but it's helpful to be like, for me, it's just helpful to be like, Oh, I have a page in my journal that I write all my ideas down that way. Like at the very least it lives there and I can forget about it. And if it's really important, it'll move from there into like my Google sheets workflow or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, just to lean more into the weird, I'm like with my journals, I'm trying to attach less meaning to words like, you know, print and mm -hmm. more like, how can I, how can I like put something on the page that very clearly and fully articulates like a, a, a thought that yeah. I have instead of writing a sentence, like, you know, a sentence is a, is a display of thought. Like, how can I also, how can I do that in a different way? Mm. You know, whether that's a drawing or a symbol or like a, literally a doodle or a sketch, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out because it feels like that's what our job is right now as artists. Like even the best actors among us, like what can you do right now in your apartment? Yeah. You know, we got to figure out a different way to communicate. And if, you know, if this is what the world looks like for another year, even like even a year, like we're going to need to figure out a different way to communicate. So why not start? Why not like light the fire under the actors, the artists, the painters, like light it under their butts? Yeah, I was so motivated once, uh, you know, states started going into lockdown and 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 everyone's environment started dramatically shifting. I was so like moved and motivated by like my inner circle, like my good friend, CC Kellogg, who's like a producer and actor on her own right. 
she was like there with a reading of 30 actors from across the world, like getting published in the guardian. Like she was like, she was there like as if she had been waiting for the moment. And like us, we were so like the moment it started, we, I, I think it lit a fire for us. And we were like, all right, let's bang out by morning. Like, let's get this audio play done. Like we, while, and it was weird in that, like, it was, it was a little odd. And I was like, I was so, one that's so thankful that my community and my tribe was, was throwing out work under the circumstances and, and trying to adapt. Um, and then kind of seeing the anti version of that, where it's like a lot of people went, and I can totally deeply understand it. Like a lot of people found it mentally, find it mentally hard and, and a lot of anguish and a lot of, you know, it closed people off. It was just two different, re- I watched two different reactions within my tribe. I have a hair in my mouth. I got it. Don't worry. What about do you it. think it's from? Is it yours? It, I got, I hope so. Now I'm just touching my tongue. Great podcast so far, I think. You know, I really well, think that that... <laughs> do... Once we go live, dude, that's going to be primo content. Yeah, I... I, I it's... <laughs> when someone posted on our... When we did the live stream on YouTube of By Morning, someone was like, Charlie is so uselessly neurotic. Oh. And... And I was, I, I haven't stopped thinking about it since. And I was like, Wait, oh, that, that means somebody like, they said it with a lot of love. They were like, oh, wow, Charlie is just so like neurotic. And I was like, I, I have to Google what neurotic means. Because I can't say like I immediately knew. And then I read the definition and I, I was like, you're right. <laughs> like I am overly yeah. sensitive. So yeah, I'm gonna, but you know what? I'm Sometimes... In 20 minutes, I'm going to check in just to see if the model, if the, 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 you know, the whole podcast is still going. If you think oh, it's, it's oh, it, oh, it's going, dude, it's going strong. This oh, is a God. good episode. I, I can feel it. Really? We're only 20, we're only half hour in just about. So it's, and it's very like, you know, disjointed and kind of all over the place, but that's kind of where we are collectively. That's kind of where we are, you know, artistically. And, you know, even when we are organized, there needs to be a little bit you know, a little element of chaos. A little, a little, whoa. Yeah, what I was going to say is like neurosis, like <laughs> is often, it's, it's, it's thrown around very loosely. And I think, you know, people mistake deeper awareness and, you know, freedom of thought for neurotic behavior a lot these days. And we're very quick to put people in a box that makes, you know, us, the public at large, or us, the individual feel safer in their yes. presence. But like this, this, the, you know, when we get the, the slightest inkling of something that smells new or different, we react in fear. I think it's, our yeah, culture we try and define it for sure. And we try to define it so that we feel less afraid. And I don't mean like pee your pants afraid. I mean, afraid just to not, you know, just to not be able to define something is kind of like freaks you out, like freaks right. me out. Um, so like, I don't know. I, I, th- I think that, you know, while that can, you can get in your head about comments like that, that's like, those are also the comments that you're looking for. Like yeah. that's as artists, like it's alchemical breeding ground. It's like yeah. exactly the, 
right place for making cool shit. And that's what we do. That's true. I mean, that's the, that's the balance of putting yourself out there. You know, you can't, you, you, you're <laughs> bound for uh, a reaction. Uh, yeah, man. I'm also like, you know, since I've been like approaching art making in this way, I've never felt closer to a true sense of gratitude. You know, you say thank, thank you a lot in the industry and you say like, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. I'm not saying you, I'm just saying, oh, you know, right, it's, right. it's part of the doctrine of like, yeah, you know, being an actor, you have to write the, write the curtain cards, like write the cards for opening, write the cards Which for I closing. Which I have never done. Never done either. But I looked through some old ones cause I did the Marie Kondo system. I had to touch everything yeah. in my house. See if it sparked joy. You threw, you threw, you threw out, Card dude, I touched card. every one of those. I touched every one of those notes, and I read them, dude. And then you <laughs> I threw out the ones it. that didn't spark joy. <laughs> I was like, I know you. you I want you to. I want you to. <laughs> I want you to name those people right now. You want me to? You know, no, absolutely not. Actually, I oh, wouldn't. She, I she wouldn't. pops in my mind. I, I like. I'm, it's kind of a way, or so, something somewhat new. Like what deeply inspires me during this time are. Uh, our our friends who are creating i kind of mentioned it with cc and everyone but like i watching my people i know and it can be loosely like it doesn't you know it doesn't have to be someone i know i'm super close with but what like uh uh Haley is famous on instagram Haley uh, Haley jane jane that's right Haley, don't murder me if i just because anyway uh Haley is famous. She just posted a video that I watched yesterday on Instagram. And I'm like, whole like, this is so good. And I get so gassed by like people posting an Instagram story. That's funny. You know, that's like bright and loving or I don't know. I just get so pumped when I see my friends crushing it and I just want them to keep going. And I want to like help them. It's, you know, it's just been a, a big motivator for me during this time, a big, big place to like feel love and give love to. Yeah. I think we've, I think that we've experimented enough and we found what works. We, we definitely know what doesn't work, but I think what the shift that needs to be made right now in order for that to be sustainable instead of this utopian idea or yeah. hope is that like, we need to make it real currency like we need to make what we're putting out there real of real value to one another where instead of just liking it, double tapping it or not even double tapping a, a photo and, and still liking it, like personally it resonating with you, but you're not doing anything with it. Like there needs to be some sort of a system where we acknowledge that there's some sort of an exchange going on there. Mm -hmm. uh, like we're putting, we're, we're creating something, we're taking time, we're putting it out there you are taking it then from us and it's helping you in your life. And I'm not saying that the support or that the resources need to come out of your pocket. I don't think the resources even necessarily need to be material, but we need to find a way where we can literally support one another with what we're giving to one another mm. that, that isn't material goods. Cause we've exhausted that. Like, what can I give you that's going to be of material worth? Like a car, like you don't want a fucking car. You don't want to fill the tank up. You don't want to pay insurance. You don't want to worry about it. Like you don't want a car. Like if I gave you a car, you wouldn't want that. Like what? So what can I give you is like, oh, a video. If that gasses you up, like I can do that. Like yeah. I can do that 
with little to no money. I can do that with little to no resources. And it's because of the technologies we have available to us. Like, yes, this is a privileged stance of like, we all have iPhones, but like, you don't need the the best iPhone on the market. Mm. All I'm saying is we're living in a time where we're clearly benefiting from the things that we're putting on the interwebs, the internet. So how can we, how can we acknowledge that? How can we build a real community there instead of just a a database for people to like come and just take what they need? And like, it's, you know, it's like the, the rapacious, the ravenous, like just come and kind of rape and pillage content approach. Like why, why is that? It's, it's not that, things can't be free, but things need to be valued and that the the exchange still needs to be made. Right now we're just like taking what we want. It's like everything's being pirated and it seems weird. It just seems not right. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, dude. I I don't know what it looks like. It just seems like half of it is given to us and then the other half of, of what it actually is that we've discovered is, is yet to be realized. Like, what's the point? What's the point of an Instagram video that Haley made that made you feel good? Other, you know, what did she get from that? And what did you get from that other than that brief second? And if that brief second is important, well, then we need to find some, a way to like use that. I mean, I think for me, what, for me, in, cause I mean, I make, I, not similar videos to that, but you know, I post a, a lot uh, of different kinds of content, and to me, it's usually about being listened to. It's like it's about feeling related to. Like, you know, it's like I'm on theaters dead on Instagram. Where, you know, been not so much these days, but back when I was posting a lot of memes, there was usually some type of like audience interaction you know there's like and eventually i got to this place where like people you know kids you know high school theater students are like hitting me up in the comment or in the uh in the dms and we're like talking about life you know it's like some type of guidance or mentorship so it's i think for me it's it's a little bit beyond like the 30 second dopamine kick you get from the video and it's about like starting realistic starting dialogues and, and just being seen and heard uh, even if it is by like some random video creator on the internet. Right. So that's, that it's, a, it's obviously a complex, you know, topic. And it's not to say that relationships can't be made, important conversations can't be had, but it's more of a like, well, beyond that, what, of what, of what benefit is the exchange of what actual bread and butter? Like, how is that going to help you in your day to day? How is that going to help you in your like present circumstance? If you're say a literal struggling, struggling artist, you know, starving artist who's run out of your week's ration of ramen noodles, Mm. but you're still having a good, good conversation on Instagram, but you're literally starving. Like what? So what do you do there? Like, what do we do? Get a job. Sorry, was that not? I, I was expecting a reaction, Michael. That's my reaction, though, is like, I hear that. And I don't know what to do with that. Because part of the reason that you left the city is that you got a job in, in, instead of, you know, not instead of starving on ramen, you got a job. 
so that you could also live here and do your work. But then the job started to take over more of your time and energy. And then like, and then here we are. So that's an answer, I guess, but is it the best? Mm. What if you received, like, if, if we found out a way for our economy, like our culture to like give you something every time you received like a like or an interaction on your theater, theater's dead, whatever it is, Charlie Munn, an individual project, whatever it is, like if that actually fed you, you know, if that was your, if that was your water, if that hydrated you, that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, it would, but I, I mean, it's a little lost on, on, on me of like what you're speaking to like it sounds a little utopian i i can't tell if you're talking about like actual monies or what utopian sounds to me is like kind of like believing that it's going to be helpful other than the fact that it happened like well what's the practical value i mean for me it's kind of simply about building an audience and then providing enough free value to that audience so then when do you so then when do we when do you get the when do you get rewarded for that like in a practical way would be the release of something like a movie that you pay two bucks to watch like that of getting an acting part based on my social media following it would be releasing an ebook releasing a physical project selling a merch line like those are ways to get bread from that from those kind of free values a bit or from from the content but the ultimate goal when i whenever i like post a story or post a meme isn't isn't so i can eventually convert them into a sale at some point down the line it's really so i can educate entertain educate or entertain and then hopefully they're here for the ride like i have no expectation that someone's going to buy a book right you know, and I, you know, just outside of the conversation, I'm I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm actually just kind of throwing random questions in the air and seeing where we go because I don't yeah. really know what I think about this at all. But like to me, I would say I agree with what you just said. But right. that sounds utopian to me. Like you're doing it literally just to educate and build a good community and like spread good ideas. Like that sounds like too good to be true. Whereas like okay how can we both do that? But then also see real YouTubers do it every day. YouTubers do it every single day. Yeah. But by spreading memes that then people buy their merch, you know? Yeah. So, so it is about making a sale at the end of the day. I mean, it's about, I mean, I think ideally it depends on what, whatever the goal is, whatever the individual's ambition is. Right. So, I look at the artists in my life that are both working on high levels of collaboration, but also are receiving things of like value to like they're living comfortable lives that are kind of almost reflecting the quality of work that they're putting in. Like, but I also see artists that are putting in a high quality caliber work and their immediate circumstance doesn't reflect that. So for me, it's like, well, what's the difference there? And if it's not always just all about the sale, then there seems to be something lost in translation or lost in the exchange. 
we have good content creators that are receiving a lot of, you know, stuff from that. And then we have good content creators that maybe aren't like what, how can we, it's not about leveling that or equalizing that, but it's about, there just seems to be some lost opportunity. I'm not smart enough. I don't know the data. I don't even really know what I'm talking about, but it just seems weird that we live in a world where like we, you know, as actors, we're, we're one of the only professions where it's expected of you to work for free. Right. It's just part of the gig. So why is that any different when we bring our talents to social media? Why is it any different? Well, because nobody's, other paying, nobody's paying you. Like Nobody's paying you. Like, yeah, I get it. So then like, but you're still, you're still helping people. Like you're still, it's almost like you're paying, you, you're giving other people things of, of value. Like I've, like you can post a full workout video for someone and it can change their life mm-hmm. of immense and extreme value. And you don't see any money for that. The video itself could have maybe 32 views, but you've changed someone's life, you know? But I, I just think it's kind of never before ever have we been able to create and distribute at this scale individual like individually you know as just yeah and i guess what i see is like a couple options of like ideas and thought just kind of capitalism moving over into that realm and the best Mm -hmm. ideas went out you know survival of the fittest is just taken from the material world to the imagine imaginative world because we're getting better at better at putting what's in our brains on computers and stuff. So I think that that could happen, but I also think that we, we, it could be an opportunity to kind of like restructure the exchange itself and, and who, how the benefits are spread, you know, and like shared. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about, dude. I don't know. But like projects like by morning make me see something bigger than just the immediate project at hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I saw something. Even though we're, we were telling a story that was thick and deep, it was like if we're talking about the ocean, we were kind of exploring a part of the ocean that was deep and murky and unclear and maybe scary at points, but mm-hmm. it was still of immediate value to the community that showed up for that night. We haven't even released it yet, so I don't know of what value it has yet to be for people. But like, you know, there's something that happened that night where it made me realize, you know what? Like, this is important. This I hesitate to say important, but this is valuable. This yeah. is of value. I can see it. So how can we, how can we all benefit from it? Because yes, I, yes, I benefit from releasing the work and seeing other people benefit from that. But I think, like to your point of what you said earlier, like in many ways we've seen the end. Like we've 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 been there. We've done the things that we wanted to do. Like I've released things enough. Yeah. I've done enough performances. I've talk to people after curtain enough. Like, I don't want that anymore. Uh, well, just I do. that, just that, just that. I do want it. I do yeah. benefit from it, but it doesn't seem like it doesn't feel like the complete picture to me anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know? I, I, th- I think it's, you can, I mean, you, I don't see anything I, really changing. I don't see things changing for artists. No, I, I don't either. Yeah. So I think it, there's there's something that is broken, to be honest with you. I think there's something that's broken. 
It could be uh, in the reception. It could be in I don't, the I mean, delivery. I really don't feel that way. Like, I really, I feel I'm so relentlessly optimistic about the opportunity that we all have in front of us. Um, and that I still I'm, carry optimism. I mean, I'm willing to pay. I'm willing to play a 40 year, 50 year. I'm 27 now. So I'm willing to play another 50, 60 years doing this. Yes. And I'm, if I, I am willing to bet that if I continue to release content the way I'm releasing it, that I am just getting each, each time I post, I, I have an at bat. I'm not looking for a hundred views. I'm not, not looking for a thousand views. I'm not looking for a million. I'm looking for one. I'm looking for one person who from that piece of content is going to go, I'm a, I'm a ride with this guy. Like I'm going to co-sign him and I'm going to put him on. And right. The, I mean, that, those are definitely what the, the con the confines in which we're playing right now. Yeah. I mean that, the, the, I'm not really and thinking it, I, past I, that right now. Well, I, I, I don't think it's thinking past it because there's nothing really to think past other than that. That's that's kind of the game. That's what the game is, is the long game. It's like, yeah, you have to be talented, but you also have to be willing to, you have to have some stamina. Right. So even if you find yourself in a position where you can be in the room where it happens, but you're too tired or you gave up at that point, it doesn't matter. So I don't disagree with you that in 40 years and 60 years, if you're still in it, it's good. And like, all you need is the one person. I agree. I'm, I'm here for that as well. Mm. Um, I hope I'm just saying, you know, I get glimpses of possibilities where it doesn't have to be like that. Like you don't have to do it in the long game. Like when you discover that it's it for you, then maybe if we can get to a point as artists, if we learn how to better communicate, we can clearly communicate that we found it for ourselves. And then that, that we find our function, you know, instead of searching for our function, it's kind of hard. It's like, as an artist, it's kind of hard to both search for your function in society and also refine your process. It seems like there's so much going on in, in, in life that to juggle all these things is like so hard. So I'm just like, yeah, it just makes me interested to boil things down because you come up with like cool new ideas. Like turning by morning into an audio play isn't a new idea in that an audio play has never been made, but it right. was a new experience for us. We learned a lot. And in many yeah, ways, it's a, it's a new project that has never been seen or heard before. It's a new yeah, experience. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't, like I didn't know how to digest it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know. It's like I, I've la lately just fallen in love with the output, like just focusing on yeah, yeah, getting stuff done and and pushing it out there, and less about like how it's gonna benefit me or how it's gonna how it's gonna improve me. Like try, I don't get me wrong. Yeah. I try and be super tactful about that, and it's definitely a part of a larger strategy. But the in the moment, the only real goal is to find my artistic voice like as to, by doing it you know just by by creating yeah i i agree with you i'm on the same page i just don't think it's sustainable for everyone you know and and it bums me out that it's no, not but, but the i don't know like sustainability is such a quest such a uh, imagine like, doing what you do with without capitalism 
I mean, I, I, I understand, but like, that's not the world. Like, it's not our well, world. It's not the world. And I, I mean, sure. But then if you look on a, like a microcosm, like as actors, like I can't walk into every audition room that, because that's just not the world. But what if it was the world? Like what movies would be made? I care, I but it's like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like that's talking about something that's not real. Hasn't that happened at some point in history? Like, I mean, isn't that always happening? Like at Hamilton is a story of people talking about something that didn't exist. And there were serious consequences for pursuing that idea, but like it built where we are now. This didn't exist before that. I get, but I, I, I suppose in a sense, I'm happy. I'm currently pretty happy with the the fact that I'm able to produce an audio play, a vlog series, a podcast, a fucking TikTok, like, and meet people online. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the, the and I, I, I don't know. The I, only thing I'm, I'm sorry to keep interrupting you, but the, no, I feel like, you know, the only thing I'm, it's not even that I'm unhappy. The only thing that I'm not happy with, the only thing where like the happiness box isn't filled in for me is like, that bridge of like, I know there are people out there that want to and need to hear certain things that you or other guests or I have to say at random points, maybe not on this weird fucking episode, but like on other episodes, like I know there's something of value to people because like I've stumbled on random ass shit where I'm like, who is this making this? And I'm like, whoa, that resonates with me, you know? And it sends me off and it's just like, you know, I just wish there was a better way to connect. And it sounds like I'm whining because we live in the most connected age, but you know, there's still all this opportunity for missed opportunity where it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's different than like looking at the house being like, there could be more people in the seats. It's just like, Oh, the people that want to be here, I want to figure out the best way to like reach them and get them here. For some reason, this is all like it's bringing up a lot for me about all the jobs that I've had, and uh, specifically all like the non-entertainment jobs that I've had, and how impactful they've been on me as a person, and 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 how impactful they like they, in a roundabout way they ended up informing like my kind of craft, like my one of the most, my first job, this is just more of a story time than anything else, but like my first job out of college was uh, working as a social media associate for uh, a company called uh, Marathon Digital. And um, they, it, it was this guy named Mike Carnes and he was kind of the first person to ever co-sign me, like the first person in, in the Broadway industry, at least to kind of be like, yeah, I'll take a shot with you. Like, I'll, I'll take a chance with you. You can, I knew nothing about social. Like I knew nothing truly, except like I had been on Instagram. This is 2015 and find it like, so he's, he's a one man shop and then he's running the social for Hamilton, the great comet at the time and uh, disaster, which was like a, a, another musical on Broadway. And I worked there for about six months and it was like this, I'd never felt so out of place. Like I was just like, oh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know why I'm here. I feel 
like I'm bringing the whole thing down. But I was getting like a nice check and crazy opportunities to meet insane people, but it just like wasn't the right fit, you know, like it wasn't. And so it was, I mean, for story purposes, I say I was fired because it, it feels more right. Uh, I don't know. Like I, the, the, these all these like weirdo opportunities I've gotten have kind of, like that were originally like unrelated to like the artist's form or anything ended up being super influential. Like there's no way without that social media associate job I would have made by morning audio. There's just like no, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, so yes, like I know I know that the system sometimes can force people to do to you know work a job they hate or or do something that isn't strictly art making but off, more often than not that is the thing that will inform your art in a really important and specific way to you to the to the maker uh, and that's important I, I th- you know it's like sometimes necessity breeds creativity in the right circumstance and in the right headspace yeah And I am, I would a hundred percent agree if, if we are finding a creative way to make the best of a, of the situation Mm. that that is, you know, like, I think not like just because I agree. And I think that that's true. Like, just because I think that doesn't mean that that is the only way in which artists could exist or good art could be discovered, you know? Like, I I don't think that true life-shaking, you know, voice-defining experiences need to come in the form of repression or being in, you know, uh, places or circumstances where you can't make your art or you can't say what you want to say. You know, I'm, I'm actually more interested in a world where we can, from the moment that we are sparked by it can say exactly what we want to say and we can chase any idea that we want to as whatever we want to. And if we want to be an actor when we're six and that means taking karate because you know, you want to be in karate movies, do that because it could lead you who knows where and you could be Bruce Lee or whatever, like who knows. And I think the more that we just kind of like unquestioningly, try to make the best of whatever circumstance and not even negative. Like even if, even if we're happy, like why not, why not question it? You know, mm-hmm. cause I'm in a place right now where I'm very happy and I have a lot on my plate and like, I'm looking forward to more with the people that I'm already working with, you know, but I'm, I'm still like questioning everything, mm-hmm. trying to, and trying to figure out a better way in which we could do it. Like, you know, the, there was a phrase that was that still is on the tip of my tongue. Why br- fix it if it ain't broke? And it's like, well, why not explore things that could be there, even if it's working perfectly? Why not just do it just for fuck's sake? Because that's what got us interested into this is is experimentation and exploration. And I think once we get comfortable within a certain set of expectations of what it is to be an actor then we only allow, or, or an artist, we only allow ourselves to experiment or think within those confines. Mm. And then the second that we, you know, we try to step over that line, it becomes either um, 
threatening or unclear or wrong, you know, it's just very interesting to me. So I hear you, dude. And I, and I think that like, well, first of all, I'm grateful for you. And I applaud you for just like sticking with me while I just like asked weird random questions. No, Sometimes I play devil's advocate. Sometimes I know what I'm talking about. And sometimes I just, I know that I have a mind on the show that will be able to take whatever it is that I throw. And so I just like see what sticks. I like it. I'm not, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh... for our more like structured listeners. Can I ask you one question and then we'll play a game and then we can kind of like, yeah, unless you want to say anything else, we can, we can wrap this up until next time. How do you think it's going? What? Great. So let's uh, do the question. The episode or the yeah. play? <laughs> um, the, the, the episode. The episode? Yeah. Like, right. Uh, you know, we're, we're probably like, yeah. I think it's great, man, because there's so much that we could talk about that I'd rather just like <laughs> I'd rather bri- like briefly brush the stuff that is immediately going on, but then also just kind of talk about ideas at large with you because that's like I, I we got to we went to a really heady place, like a very yeah, we did, and like we always do. It's true. <laughs> even when we don't. So I think it's fitting. So let me just let me ask you a light like a more structured question, and then like we can kind of BS for a while and then I have one improv game and we can go, but so, so by morning, man, is, is this audio play that we've been referencing throughout the episode and without giving too much away because, well, first of all, there's an ad that we'll have played before all of this. Well, your listeners are just going to be like, all right, enough of this man. I know they're like, if I hear by morning one more time, (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, what's next, man? What is next right now? Where are we? Uh, Remember those texts on Slack or the messages on Slack and you were like, oh, little type. I stopped typing because I was like, I'm going to save this convo for the episode. Uh, like what do you mean? Like what's next for us to do or yeah, what's... man, okay. however, okay. however much you're comfortable doing this in front of an audience. Oh, fuck. Oh God. Oh, um, oh shit. I um, lost all the files. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the notes? Where are the notes? Uh, the up next is, is like the marketing side of everything, which is really in, interesting to me and intriguing to me how to convert listeners. And so we are, we're, yeah making ad videos and and you swipe like you know instagram swipe ups and then running a targeted ad campaign really and that you know that is really maybe some like deeper influencer marketing and reaching out to uh you know other meme pages or just uh influencer you know people who have socials and 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 paying them to post by morning on their story by morning by morning uh yeah, that's really like the next thing that we that we're doing that we're currently working on and doing. We just redone the we redid the website, so it's like just trying to make sure all the ducks in a ducks are in a row, and and then ultimately pitching to uh, trying to pitch to larger production houses like Audible and and uh, Hulu and 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 those those kind of content houses just to get our team kind of on their radars you know it's not to explicitly right. work with them on this project it's more just to be like this is what we're capable of we have so many we're capable of so much more uh if we sh- trade and share resources yeah man you kind of just nailed it on the head i don't want to add to that this has been a joy to work on this project with you 
It, honestly, it really will be a huge thing. Like, yeah, I think it will, it's yeah. going to be, so, I think it's really going to be subtle in, in, I think in the, like the public, you know, but I think for us as a team, like this for the first time in a very long time, I have felt backed as a create, like even when I did the first by produced the, the stage version in 2017, I, I did feel quite alone-ish in it and in, in making it happen. Whereas like this is like, now I feel like I have a team behind me. I got people, we've kind of ran the whole, the whole content creation system of like going from idea to execution. And in that, I think we've discovered what we're missing, uh, who we need at the beginning of the conversation, who can come in later in the conversation, uh, I, like, you know, I'm just so excited for, to, to apply everything that we learned on a new, uh, idea or a new project. Yeah. And I think, you know, to kind of articulate that in a different way for me, it's like learning how to put the paintbrush down. Mm. It's not yeah. saying that what you made is perfect, but it's being, you know, excited by the idea enough to explore it again in a different way. Yeah, for sure which is like kind of what a painter does. Like painters would dedicate, you know, years of their life to to painting with one color, you know, yeah. on a yeah. specific type of canvas with a specific type of paint. And yeah. then once they finished that, they would move on to a different color and only mm -hmm. use that color. So I'm, you know, I'm also interested in the long game. Like I'm here right. for the long game. I'm not trying to shit on the industry. I'm not trying to shit on your approach, my approach, the, any artist's approach. I'm just trying to throw thought in the air. Yeah, no, and I, th I truly, I, I, I mean, I deeply believe in kind of breaking the system in your head, you know, like trying to break and re and evaluate like how the, the art gets made to, to figure out if there's a smoother and cleaner and, and uh, more beneficial way to make it. Like, so I'm all about it. It's yeah, just like, a, I mean, but I, I'm often caught between this place of like extreme practicality or like, you know, like I was making, you know, working 60 hours and then making kind of a, a biweekly vlog, like do it, you know, just fucking go for it. Like make the thing, don't let anything stop you from making it, but also yes to figuring out ways in which like we're all in which everyone has a platform to talk everyone ever you know everyone can get you know no one should be a starving artist like yeah you know, like they're they're definitely these are things i deep i do deeply believe in but i i often go like super practical and like yeah 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 like, i hear what, you what? i hear you but it's like you know any system that we have set in place is is a manifestation that was something born in the mind you for know? sure yeah, yeah. So it, going back to the long game, maybe it is our job alone as artists to shape shape the world around us through our ideas. And honestly, this whole quarantine and, and COVID and, and, and possibly like pending uh, economic collapse uh, has made me go so hard on keeping my tribe like keeping my tribe and my people fed uh, from my cat to my girl, to my family, to you, to like the people who are like, the one thing I've, that's really changed over the past three weeks is I've clarified who's in my circle. And it's my, I'm taking that, I'm taking on the responsibility now of making sure they're fed. And 
that is like a really scary thing to admit because it's quite a large thing to chat like to challenge yourself ones with but it's it's the whole thing has made me go kind of tribal a little bit and and take care of my people uh Mm -hmm. and and make sure you're up making you know just making sure the right the rising tides lifting all the boats and nobody's stuck in the harbor uh yeah that's what that's just been on my mind so much lately dude thank you my boy yeah my boy i love you dude i love you my little boo bear my little looking at a little fat i do do wish we i i do wish we were in the same room me too man but uh corona you know yeah you know you gotta stay okay well okay so this has been a really good episode we'll definitely do another one um and you know i've pretty much on every episode i talk about how i want lfa to be an ongoing dialogue for artists and so you know this is just a peek into where you are right now you know so this is one of many hopefully but with you especially now that we've both kind of more clearly defined our circles and our tribes bruh and uh self self isolation like you might be a a more recurring guest uh in the near future who knows please um it's hard to talk about the future happy to be here happy to be here now okay so here's the last thing we'll do is we'll play an improv game and then we'll be out okay do i need to like do i need to move should i do you want to move i get apparently i'm moving do you want to stretch okay i don't my mic really can't do that it's all it's actually this is kind of like um ha 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 have you played mind meld give me a gift of grip top sock uh a ship shake mm, tip top i never had to learn that um I did. no i i it sounds familiar but i i i can't say I have. it's an improv game but i think you know to say that it's an improv game does it an injustice because what it is really is is it's like a marriage of words between two people's minds okay. so yeah, it's like a, it's actually a magical event if you can pull it off. But if you don't oh, pull it off, it. but I think that I think the real trick of the game is to learn to appreciate its beauty in the pursuit of it, and not whether or not you succeed. You know, okay, yeah, kind of, kind of like our journey as an artist is to learn how to appreciate the blossoming of the flower instead of once the flowers blossom. Once the flowers fully blossomed, dude, it's on its way to dying. Anyway, yeah. here we go. <laughs> So my <laughs> mind meld okay. is, it goes like this. It's basically a word association game. So it um, it starts with me counting down three, two, one. Mm-hmm. We both say the first word that comes to our head. Okay. And then based on those two words, we try to marry the words. We try to come up with one word that unifies both of those words. So okay. then on the next round, we go three, two, one. Then we try to We say meet. the same word. Yeah, and we do as many rounds as we say the same word or we get tired of it and we get further and further away. I, I really from... want to get it on the first try and then just... and then, On the first try? Yeah, and then just be done with it, you know? Wow. Not Three. be done with it. I just think we're going to do it. Wait, so I'm gonna, let me clarify the rules. <laughs> You're going to count three, two, one. We both say a word. Mm-hmm. And then we do it again, except we, the goal is then to say the same word. Yes. Or um, appreciate the love of, or find the thing between them that like we could categorize them as, so it can get kind of funny, okay. and it kind of it, like shows how our brains unfold. 
I'm really competitive at, I'm not a sportsman, so I like, I, I'm really competitive at, at games that really require no competitive nature. Yeah, not only does this not require competitive nature, but the more you try to compete, the further and further away from each other we'll get. So strong start. Uh, strong, okay. strong start. Swing for the fences. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. Curveball low and inside. Don't swing. Don't swing. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Um, three, two, one. Light. Circle. Okay. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Sun. Halo? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you even gave me a look. You gave me a look that I thought we were going. <laughs> I guess the, the, sun, the sun is the... Is, a circle of light so and, and so is a halo yeah okay so you're, three you're, okay two yeah one angel. sorry was i meant to choose something that was closer to what was previously spoken about oh so then you were starting over from there uh, yeah that, that, that oh is so, so, okay so look so that's a good point so it's the game is actually a it's like a, a series of funnelings so uh, we go see. until we still we still keep going to mary Marry the words. Uh, got it. All right, now I understand. Right. So if we do like if we do another round, we go three, two, one, and I say blade and you say green. We're that's and then I go three, two, using. one. It could be grass. It could it also be knife. Mower. It could be lawnmower. It could be anything. Okay. So let's start over fresh. Fresh. This is a brand new baby. Thank you. Three, okay. two, one. Roll. Sand. Roll. Sand. Oh. Okay. Um. All right. Three, two, one. Hourglass. Okay. <laughs> right, we gotta oh, speak yours is good. We 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 gotta. I, to be honest, I was trying to think. Oh, a sandwich is is. No, that's good. I yeah. no, I get it. I, so I where are we right now? Hourglass and hoagie. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God, okay. This episode's gonna be another forty-five minutes. Give me I need to clear my mind. I need a so hourglass hoagie. Oh. Okay. You good? I mean, I have no idea. Three, two, one. Fast food. Bubbles is what I I okay. don't. Okay. No, that's good. I appreciate your support. No, it's good. Bubbles okay. and fast food. Okay. Three, two, one. Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. Okay. See? <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Arcades. Birthday party. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Presents. Ice skating. <laughs> okay. Ice skating and presents? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. One, Disney on ice. Man, I really fucked up. I, I just panicked. Well, now that we, now that that was like the first actual mulligan, do you want to start over? Yeah. Like you, like now you actually understand it. I think we were actually closer on our first round. We were. Okay. Let's okay. do it. First try. And then you're going to edit it. So it's just going to be, this is the first try. I'm kidding. I'm, I, I want the whole thing in there. I want that. I may edit. I may edit it and take that clip out and then repeat it when we finally get it after our fifteenth yeah. or sixteenth round. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> okay, okay. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> Three, 
two, one, punch. Flamingo. Three, two. Wait, I, one. I, I gotta. Oh. I, hold on, sorry. I've... Oh boy. Are we? How much of it is informing our next decision? Well, as much as you can. All right, let's go. Flamingo Hawaiian punch. Wait. Uh, shit. Oh <laughs> boy. <laughs> Should we start over? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's take it from the top. Let's this is back. the absolute. This is the absolute last one. Yeah, no, no you, more. You know what? You count down. You count down. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. And this is where we start the music. So this is the last round either way. Okay, great. Great. Three. I'm like looking around my room. Like, don't do that. Object. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Okay. You want to close our eyes? Yeah, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm, my eyes are closed. Okay. I hope somebody's recording it though. Uh, okay, ready? Three, two, one, roller coaster. Deep. Deep. Okay. Yeah, I said deep. Okay. Three, two, one, diving. Universal. Okay. Good. Three, two, one, SeaWorld. Trip. Okay. Three, Trip two, one, Shamu. Field day. Okay. Three. Do you play this game every time? Yeah. All right. Is this, well, okay. Almost every time. Three, two, one. Free will. Okay. Okay. Th Three, two, one. Magic school bus. Okay. Three, two, one. Rugrat. Nickelodeon. Oh. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. Hey, Arnold. Cartoons. Three, two, one. Slime Animation. Time Live. Oh, boy. Oh, God. What? Last one? Yeah. Three, two, one. Samurai Jack. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for Thank listening. you so much for tuning in. But seriously, uh, is there anything you want to say? Shouts out to anyone or um, any Instagram handles or, you know, podcast to listen to? Yeah, you can hit me up on Theaters Dead on Instagram. Uh, Charlie Munn on YouTube if you want to... Uh, watch the blogs where I toured across Europe. They all exist there. I was doing a play. So I, I recorded three episodes about that. Uh, theaters that on Instagram. And, and of course, for the last time, by morning podcast released out now. And it would mean the world if you listen to it and, and hit me up and, and tell me what you, what you think. Cause I want to know. Three, two, one. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. I mean, I feel like that was cheating a little bit. Oh, we, you know, it's the end of the episode. But I'll take I saw that. The, I saw the TH um, start on your lips. Yeah. The, your teeth and your tongue. That's the a, theta. That's a, yeah, that's a voice and speech right there. Okay. All right. Are we going to end the meeting or also end the... Um, we're going to end it all. Yeah. Oh, just end it all? Should we? 
I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. Love you, okay. dude. I love you too, man. Let's talk soon. Yeah. All right. See you later. Great, great episode. Thanks for coming on, dude. Of course not. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Looking for Artists is a Rock Rising podcast. Learn more about us on Instagram at Rock Rising Inc. That's R-O-C-K-R-I-S-I-N-G-I-N-C.